Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, thanks for tuning in as we talk about business, marketing, and growth with our customers. Hi, everyone. Jesse Freitas, Marketing Director at Sticker Giant, uh, here to bring you this month's episode of the Stickers on the Mic podcast with John Fisher, uh, the owner and founder of Sticker Giant. And we will be talking about employee involvement in marketing and specifically the annual tradition of our Sticker Giant employee cookbooks. Welcome back, John. It's a pleasure to have you on the Stickers on the Mic podcast again. We are going to be talking today about our annual tradition of an employee cookbook that we do here at Sticker Giant and also a little bit about just how we involve employees in our marketing efforts at Sticker Giant. So uh, to kick it off, I'd love to hear from you just about how, tell us about when you started hiring your first employees at Sticker Giant. What was it like when you were first getting your first employee in the doors and how you kind of approached them and how this kind of started in the very early stages of using employees in Sticker Giant marketing? Um, I'd love, so in the very beginning, Jesse, I, I, I was in my basement, you know, and I was, I was literally sharing the basement with my kids toys I had three little kids at the time and, and I had file cabinets with stickers and it's back when sticker giant was the pick and pack sticker store and I had maybe 600 designs um, and I worked on the website during the day and after the kids went to bed we had bath time with three toddlers and you put them down and you bring the baby monitor down that's when you pick and pack the orders and um, we also had a tradition as a family is going to Wisconsin for the summer. So we had to find somebody who could do the picking and packing and somebody that I could teach to print the orders out. And so that was the need to get an, an employee in the beginning because I wanted to go somewhere. The other thing was my wife was really busy with three little kids. And when we got to about 20 or 30 orders a day, she said, okay, John, if there's going to be 30 orders a day, you got to get somebody else to do this because I can't do this. So Zan's been out of the business um, uh, uh, since the very beginning, since we got the 20, 30, you know, sticker orders a day. And, um, and now uh, we have 55 employees. So the first employee was because Zan was, couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So what, how did you hire your first employee? And, um, you know, as you went along with those first few hires, when did you start bringing them to the forefront of your business? Well, the, the, the general conception around Sticker Giant is that Maureen was the first employee in the basement. Um, in a way, she's the first employee that actually stuck around. But the, <laughs> the very first person to help was before the website was even launched. I had... Um, a, I had a co-founder, Mike Brooks, so he was working on the website and I was helping do the internet marketing setup ahead of time. And then we had an assistant early on who did all the scanning and um, data entry for the stickers that were gonna be on the site when it first launched. There were 600 designs. This girl had to scan and do data entry and come up with a name and categorize 600 stickers. That was a lot. We didn't know how to do it. We didn't have a system. We had a spreadsheet. And so that was the beginning. Um, but once the business started running, um, 
I and I needed somebody to help pick and pack orders. I had a few people that streamed through the basement before I settled on Maureen. Um, the I think the first one for a short time was Lisa Schmidt, my neighbor up on Beach Circle. We had a woman named Kim who was a bartender at the American Legion where I was a member. She came in for a while. She made the basement smell a little bit like cigarettes, I remember. And then we had, <laughs> and then we had, oh, it, was a, it was a student from Naropa who was a friend of the co-founder, Mike Brooks, for just a little bit, and then Maureen. And Maureen is still with the company 15 years later. Um, and I found Maureen by putting an ad up at the hygiene elementary school where my kids were going to school now at that point. So um, she answered the ad. And it turned out that even before she started her job, we were volunteering for cleanup at the the um, parent-teacher organization spaghetti dinner fundraiser on a, like a Wednesday night, and we both had brooms and were you know cleaning spaghetti off the floor uh, before we even started working together. So this is for our listeners out there. This is early day recruiting for a small business in the early two thousands, prior to LinkedIn and other known websites that help. Yep, I'm like, oh, you're pretty good at cleaning up too. <laughs> so um, it sounds like you had a lot of personalities, to say the least, coming through your doors uh, to to start the business, and mm-hmm. then I'm I'm sure as you as you went along, more personalities came in. Yeah. And um, tell us about I'm, I'm sure there was a moment of reflection on all these people and their character that were working for you. And when, when was the moment that you were like, I need to get these people featured on a blog or, you know, some other form of marketing? A way of telling the story. Um, so the, the business grew and we had we we had done some early videos with an outside actor named Katie Brevard, and she's done a bunch of great stuff um, uh, in the area and some films that have won some awards in film festivals, but Katie Brevard and then my daughter Izzy, and they worked together for a while, did videos, but Izzy was like the first real person who was part of the company to be featured in the marketing, and she did the sticker podcast. She was probably 10 years old, and she had... Uh, you can probably find the videos somewhere in our archives. They might have been removed. They're but still on YouTube. They're still on YouTube. Oh, my goodness. And there's a there's a whole couple different versions of them with Izzy. And we moved on from there. Um, there, there was a, a company in Boulder called Reg Online. And Reg Online was a small software-as-a-service company growing in Boulder, run by a guy named Bill Flagg, who's now a part shareholder of Sticker Giant. But they did a, a cookbook, and Bill showed it to me, and it was pretty good. And they got great customer feedback on it. So I did a cookbook, and I said, let's produce this ourselves, and we did a really, really good job. The The thing about the cookbook that that really got me excited was it was a reflection on my childhood. I grew up in suburban Chicago, and my father worked in Franklin Park for a little regional dairy at the time called Dean Foods, um, and and he was a had a, a few different roles in the company, but one of his roles later on was he was in charge of the annual report, 
from beginning to end. He had to write it. He had to compose it. He had to he had a budget. He had to get photographers, and he had to hire a design firm and get it printed. And this is back in the days where it wasn't digital. Everything was was completely analog. And and he was he loved to write it. And back then, he wrote it on a yellow legal pad with a felt tip pen in his sort of Bill Fisher cursive. And uh, he did this every year as his favorite project. And one of the things that he liked the most was going out to all the plants because at the time, Dean Vuz was growing. We were buying small, we, I still refer to Dean Vuz as we, they were buying um, uh, small food companies all over the country. And so he got to go visit the plants and meet the people in the plants that were working. And often he had worked on the, the acquisition of the company and feature these employees in the annual report as actual um, workers from the Green Bay Vegetable Factory or the, the dairy in, in, uh, in, in St. Thomas Virgin Islands or the, the Vita Herring plant on the East Coast somewhere. I don't know where Vita Herring was, but um, those are all examples of uh, incorporating people. And he loved it because he could get really good pictures and show that they were a company that were about their people. So tell us about the first Sticker Giant cookbook. It's now an annual tradition, mm-hmm. but there was, you know, all this inspiration that led up to it. But yep. how did how did you go through that first process? And I'm trying to remember what the first one looks like. I think by then we had a we had Alan Peters from Jupiter Design had done some work for us. In fact, I think at the time he was an employee in the art department, but I'm not sure. I'd have to see. Do we have any of those around here? Um, I'd love to see the first one and figure out which one it was and look at it. And uh, <laughs> and then I would remember a little bit better. But uh, I believe Alan Peters helped us and we laid it out. And it featured all of the employees at the time, I believe. Uh, we did, in the early ones, we did some fun photo shoots. We went out to Pella Crossing, the open space nearby. And and uh, had uh, featured people's hobbies or featured people's favorite um, um, holiday recipe or we one year we tried to pair liquor and and a recipe in the same book um, we did the, the camping one the, yeah that that one so uh, it, it was just fun from the beginning and we got great feedback and I wanted to keep doing it year after year what was the reaction from the employees the first time you did it we're gonna do what? We're gonna we're gonna do an employee cookbook, um, and and you know the rationale behind it for me at the time was not only do I want to feature our people, but I w- really want to demonstrate to our customers. Our customers are small to medium businesses, and these businesses are just small companies, just like us. We, they're just like us. They're somewhere likely in the United States and founded by somebody who cares passionately about their business and they have employees that work for them that care about it too. And we're not like sticker giant, even to this day, we're not this giant importer, multinational corporate thing. We're a company of people that care. And, and I want to show that because when you order your stickers from sticker giant, we're not just phoning it into an overseas printer somewhere. Yeah, so talk more about that. How did how did we distribute? How do we distribute the cookbook? How did we, um, especially in those early days? Well, the cookbook came about when we 
the cookbook didn't come about, I don't think, until we were manufacturing our own uh, product. And so we would put it in every box that went out, every every uh, custom sticker order. And at that time, we were still probably just winding down the old retail business and starting off with the, the custom printing business. But we would put one in every box. And we've con- we continue to do that as we had printed versions. And the end result was a lot of our customers have stacks and stacks of the cookbooks because they would order multiple times a year. <clears throat> we never had a good system for removing the duplicates. Uh, <laughs> and so that's kind of a good reason that we're moving to digital recipes online now. So Yeah. So as John just alluded to, this year will be our, our first cookbook that we are launching um, online. Uh, it's mm-hmm. available now. You can go to stickergiant.com backslash cookbook. Yeah. And uh, there's a whole... Um, page of our employees and their photos and their recipe names and now you can digitally go see that and reference it so it's a it's a it's a change in what we do but we we felt it was important to go digital which is where most of our customers find us and order uh, from us so it's the next step in our evolution as a business and kind of changing our approach uh, to that yeah one thing I really like about this idea is the way you have set it up is that each recipe is going to sort of have its own page and that'll allow the employees to share it with their friends and family. So we've sort of taken the concept of putting a cookbook in the box and put it on the, 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 um, the social media trajectory of geometric sharing. And I can't honestly, I have a whole collection of cookbooks in my house on a, on a shelf and they get dusted and uh, and but every time I need something, I rarely go to the cookbooks. I just look it up on the computer that's in the kitchen, and so that way it's going to be easy for the recipes that the employees have shared to get out to all of our fans, customers, and anybody looking for breakfast pizza, for example. Yeah, and for other business owners out there that may be wondering, well, why should I invest time or money into some you know big project like this? Um, it's also a piece of content that mm-hmm. now digitally we're going to have something to share for weeks on end uh, this next year. That's It's just a fun feature on an employee and their recipe and the story behind it and why they're passionate about that food or drink or whatever it is. Um, what's your recipe, Jesse? Mine is mac and cheese. Oh. Yeah. Is it out of a box? No. It is a homemade recipe of my mom's. Okay. Um, she started using it several years ago, and it's just delicious, and I can't eat any other mac and cheese now, so I've been making it for years, um, and it's just it's one of my go-to dinners of choice, Ooh. so I thought I'd share that with everyone because you can't go wrong with a good mac and cheese. Does it have, a, does it have any – is it like a salmon mac and cheese or a bacon mac and cheese or – no, I keep it. I keep it pretty simple. Pure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a purist in the mac and cheese world. Uh, yeah, a yeah. little more flavor than your, you know, your typical box mac- macaroni and cheese. But uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't mix it up with the random meats and things like that. But you could. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mine is the breakfast pizza, which I, I probably honestly just have had in more than one cookbook because it's a go-to recipe from my childhood that I loved and my mom would you know it's the crescent rolls with the scrambled eggs poured in there and the cheese the sausage and a bunch of cheese on top and you bake it and it comes out as a breakfast pizza and it's great for freezing too 
<laughs> well, and it's fun to see because every year that we do this, now that we're 55 employees yeah. and not, uh, I can't remember the exact number when you first did a cookbook, but let's say 12 yeah. or, or whatever. That yeah, that was like was. a small spread. Yeah, um, We get a lot of variety and it's fun to hear employees talking about it because they're trying to think of, oh, did I feature that recipe before? Because right. yeah. I've, I've been in seven of these now. So um, it's kind of funny to see the employees' reactions and then new employees come in and they get really excited about it, about sharing something and being featured. So it's, yeah. it's a very interesting process and it's really neat to see employee involvement and engagement in this. Okay, so I have a question. How many employees participated? At, so how many recipes do we have? We had, I believe, 22, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's pretty cool. So you, and, is, and do we get to find out what the employee's name and position is and what they do in the company? Yeah, every, every employee's name is in there and where they work. And then um, this year we themed it with um, emojis. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did favorite emojis of, of our employees. So oh, we, that's fun. We redesigned, you know, the, the most popular emojis from our employees that they wanted. And so some in, some of the recipes are actually more about their emoji story than the recipe. They, you know, some of the employees oh, were great. a little bit more excited about, you know, a unicorn emoji or whatever, <laughs> whatever it was they chose. And so our we theme, don't have any unicorn recipes in there, Jesse, do we? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh, okay. <laughs> you'll have to go look uh, to yeah. see. Uh, the, but the theme is around express yourself and it's okay. really around self-expression. And with the digital rollout, we thought it would be fun to tie in emojis, which are a new form of digital communication. We also just launched our Sticker Giant GIF library, which has over 130 GIFs uh, created by our employees and most of them thought up by our employees. And now people can go on giphy.com backslash sticker giant and see the whole library of gifts we created. And it's all our employees involved in it and they're being shared all over the internet now. And that was a really fun project that we tied into this. So fantastic. Again, again it's all about self-expression of our employees. And we find that important because like we say here, every sticker has a story and stickers are really just what are you passionate about? Right. Is it your business? Is it something you want to say? People print that with their designs and their words. And that's what we do all day is, is print these um, expressions that people have. Uh, will people be able to shout out different employees if they like the recipe? Um, so if somebody makes uh, makes your mac and cheese and thinks it's great, are they going to be able to shout you out on Instagram and take a picture of the mac and cheese and say, way to go, best mac and cheese I ever had, Jesse? Uh, they, they can if they want to. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, they can definitely go share those pages and stuff online too. Oh, that's kind of cool when you think about it. A customer could be um, at home and be like, the place I get my stickers Oh, by the way, our labels, or, my, or if they have their own product, the place I get my labels, like the press operator who printed these labels right here on this product, uh, this, is his, uh, this is his recipe for whatever, short ribs. You know, I think there's a short ribs I might have seen in there. Yeah, there might be. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> that's pretty neat. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool uh, project. And, and, John, just to bring it back to our listeners for a second, Small business owners out there, they might still be kind of wondering, how could I do something? Maybe it's not a cookbook that they want to do, but what, what advice would you give another small business owner that's hearing us talk about this and hearing about employee involvement, and they really want to do something, but they're not really sure how or what to do to start it off? Okay, so employee involvement on a meaningful level, uh, getting getting employees to, to engage with a, in, in marketing and cookbook, that's... That's pretty neat. That, but I like 
the story, and there'll be other podcasts about this, and there's blog posts, but getting employees involved in the business and the, and, and the open book concepts that we've employed over the years here at Sticker Giant, especially for small business owners who are just starting out and don't have experience managing groups of people or even one person. Um, the, the things that, the ways that we have run our business over the years with the open book philosophy and the, and the EOS format that we're, we've recently adopted, um, actually makes employee engagement, employee involvement, uh, much more real and brings it home to them every, every day, every week, every paycheck. And the more you can get employees to participate and take ownership of the company like it is theirs and take their jobs with that attitude, you're gonna have more success and be able to create more success for your employees. Great advice, John, and okay. thank you for being here today. It was a pleasure to chat with you about this. And again, for everyone out there, I hope you go check out the cookbook. It's uh, stickergiant.com backslash cookbook. You can go check out the recipes from this year's and um, if you put in an order, you'll also get a little uh, express yourself sticker sheet with some of our favorite emojis from employees, uh, which is going in orders now. So uh, thank you for listening, and we hope to have you back next time. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customers' sticker stories. If you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to StickerGiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Thanks for listening, and remember, every sticker has a story. What's yours? <laughs>